Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Our topic today is the circle of choice, circle of choice. Although this topic applies to most, if not all of the employees within an independent insurance agency, it's really directed at revenue generating people, the producers. Now, one of the biggest problems I see with average producers is their inability or unwillingness to focus on the right things. They chase way too many bright and shiny objects. You know, boy, there's a squirrel, there's something bright and shiny. And they have these endless distractions. They're allowing these endless distractions to take them away from their real job. As one of my great clients and friends once said, you know, Roger, you've got to define the job of a producer and then not let them fake it. I think it's really true. You've got to define the job and then don't let them fake it. In other words, Know what you're supposed to be doing as a producer and then just do it. Now, that's obviously pretty sound advice. When it really, when it really comes down to the choices producers make or let happen each and every day, I think we have to refer to this as the circle of choice, circle of choice, because that's really what it does. It comes down to the choices they make. Now, inside the circle are things that can be controlled. So you take this big circle of choice and the things that we would put inside it are things that we can control. The things that are totally out of our control are outside the circle. So where are you focusing? Defining where you'll spend your time and energy dictates, I believe to a great degree, your level of success. You know, what you focus on, you will experience. You must identify those things you can control and those things that you cannot control. I see that creating a laser focus on those ITC items in the circle drives great results. The key is to stop wasting times on things that are OTC. Now, that's not over the counter, that's outside the circle. Because see, you really can't do anything about them. Furthermore, wasting energy on things beyond your control has a way of feeding on itself. Before you know it, those worries and complaints can snowball into an avalanche of pure angst. To keep focusing on what's inside the circle, that's really what's important. I always think of this when I think about inside the circle, I think of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think a big part of this is beginning with the end in mind. When you think about the circle of choice concept, to me, it's looking at it and think about, okay, where am I going? What's my end in mind? There's a book called The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, and he refers to his law number 29, plan all the way to the end. Basically, it explains that when you plan from start to finish, your circumstances and any obstacles won't distract or deter you. This idea is also reflected in the great work, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, that's an older book. Now, gosh, it's probably 20 years old. But if you haven't read it and haven't looked at it in a while, go back and look at it because those things really haven't changed. I love it because he says in, in the book, he says, you know, begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. That's a second habit he talks about. That's what really highly effective people do. And in this case, highly effective producers. If we're going to begin with the end in mind, then the starting point for, produ for producers becomes your personal business model. What's your end in mind? I talk to producers all the time, whether it's one-on-one -on -one coaching conversations or our producer fit programs, 
And I'm amazed that so few of them have an end in mind. They really seem clueless as to where they're going, almost as, as if there's no tomorrow. Their typical modus operandi seems to be to go out, do a good job, sell some clients, retain about 90% of the clients, and assume that everything will be okay. But they don't really have an end in mind. Let's think about this a little bit more. Let's say you want to be a million dollar producer. Well, will you have 50 clients paying you $20,000 each or 25 clients paying you $40,000 each? You know what, maybe in your marketplace that's not doable. Maybe you'll just be happy with a smaller book of business and let's say it's 40 clients at $10,000 each. That's fine. But see, what you can't have is a thousand clients just paying you $500 each. That's hysterical activity. The specifics of creating a personal business model are crucial to me. That's your end in mind. What's my personal business model? See, all I really care about is that you create a personal business model with a focused end in mind. At one of our recent Producer Fit programs, I introduced the concept of inside the circle and outside the circle, the circle of choice. And it really hit home with the participants. They were really excited about it. Nearly all of them realized they were wasting way too much time and energy outside the circle. Well, are you? Let's take a look at some of the outside the circle things that, quite frankly, we just can't change no matter what we do. Well, the national and global economy, none of us as an individual producer can have a significant impact on that. Yet I hear people worrying about it, and we should, but not during prime work time. The insurance carrier's appetites. Well, you know what? You can't stop them from changing. Think about it. You really can't stop them from changing. But it's important you understand where they are. You just can't change it. What about your agency's automation system and just the massive changes in technology overall? It's not going away. You need to adapt it and maximize it, but you as an individual probably won't change it. What about the service trap? Allowing yourself to stay too busy doing service work, things that really you shouldn't be doing, means you're allowing yourself to take inside the circle time to do stuff that quite frankly is outside the circle. So let's think more about inside the circle. Let's create some laser focus on things that we can have an impact on. Well, certainly your personal business model. What are you working towards? What about your ideal client profile? In fact, at our last producer program, we came up with a concept that's kind of earth shattering, but as most of my stuff, pretty darn simple when you think about it. Rather than having a future ideal client profile, why don't you just start calling people future clients? Let's not use the term suspect anymore. Let's not use the term prospect anymore. Let's get to the point that we really know what a future ideal client looks like to the point that we've got a list of future clients that we're targeting. It's crucial and that's clearly, clearly inside the circle stuff. What about our high performance team? Well, what are the roles, responsibilities, and makeup of your high performance team? Just calling them high performance doesn't mean they are. I've seen plenty of underperformers masquerade as high performance team members, but you can work on that team because it's inside the circle. What about your unique selling proposition? Well, inside the circle, you need to create your USP or unique selling proposition, value proposition, or whatever you call it, but it's crucial that you have one that differentiates you in your marketplace. Well, relationship management is certainly inside the circle. If you believe, as I do, that our industry 
and the great growth we're having to one degree or another is still going to come down to at some point to relationships. Do you have a relationship-based book of business or a transaction-based book of business? Well, I hope it's relationship-based and you have a relationship management program. That's inside the circle. It's stuff you can work on every day. What about your networking activities? Well, you can certainly control the events you attend, how you prepare for them, who you want to meet, and how you'll follow up with them afterwards. Or are you just showing up randomly at events with no preparation? Speaking of preparation, what about daily preparation, practice, rehearsals? You can control that and use it as an unfair advantage. As a producer, I believe you've got to do everything you can to have an unfair advantage. And I can tell you right now, the producers that get the best results have daily preparation time, they do a ton of low-risk practice, and they do presentation rehearsals. What about you? What about your calendar, how you spend your time, your early diminishing asset? Well, the one you've certainly heard of from me before, at least I hope you have, is the producer's perfect schedule. Its purpose is to get producers to spend at least 20 hours per week face-to-face -face with clients, future clients, again, no longer prospects, and centers of influence. You may recall me pointing out in the past that 20 hours per week is only 12% of the total week. I've got to say it again. 20 hours a week is only 12% of a total week because a total week has 168 hours. In reality, most producers don't come anywhere close to spending just 12% of their time in front of clients, future clients, and centers of influence. But what about your health? You may not be able to prevent all illnesses, but you can certainly strive to be as healthy as possible by controlling things like diet and exercise. Okay? What about your personal and leisure time? Well, this includes how much time you spend with your family, how much time you devote to recreational activities, both of which are truly within your control, but you've got to schedule them and do them. What about money-making activities? Well, when it comes to inside the circle business activities, we know that the best producers will spend the vast majority of their time on their four key money-making activities, sales, relationship management, continuations, not renewals, and pipeline building. And maybe I should reverse the order of that and say we better start with pipeline building. You're going to hear a lot more on that in the, in the near future from me. You know, based on my decades of experience now, my observations, I know that the more time you spend inside the circle, the more money you make, the happy you are, you are, and the more balanced your life. You know, as a producer, you have countless choices to make each day. But that's the beauty of what you do. You have the freedom of choice. Keep it simple as you figure out the things you can control and want to control. Create a daily morning ritual of focusing on your inside the circle items. Also, have a Sunday evening ritual of preparing for the week ahead. Spend some time thinking through where you are, where you're going, and what you need to accomplish in the coming week. Better yet, make it a daily ritual. Try using pen and paper to write out a schedule for the day. Now, I know 99% of us, including me, will use a computer, but there's something about writing it out and thinking it through. 
This will help you identify the items you can control and the ones that belong inside the circle that get you great results. So what's the bottom line to this? Well, overall, the circle of choice helps to eliminate that hysterical activity on the way to the grave, and it provides you with clarity as an individual. The key is to keep it as simple as possible because this clarity comes from simplicity. Clarity comes from simplicity. So keep in mind that none of us are going to get out of this alive. I've said that many times. You know, hope is not a strategy, and guess what? Neither is luck or doing nothing. I firmly believe that you must determine what's inside your circle of choice and focus on it to get great results. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.